Welcome to this space. In all the beauty of languages, cultures, and skin tones that come together in your uniqueness, you are welcome here. In all the ways you experience and express gender, you are welcome here. In the beauty that is who you love and how you love, you are welcome here. With all the religious and ethical traditions that inform your spiritual life, you are welcome here. Whether you come feeling whole, feeling broken, or anywhere in between, you are welcome here. No matter how long you've been away or how soon you will return, you are welcome here. You are invited to join us with an open mind, a loving heart, and willing hands. We welcome you today. Out of the flames we rise, out of the flames that burn our souls, that wear us down and that tire our spirits, out of the flames of our weariness, out of the flames of our fear, out of the flames of our doubt, out of the flames of our anger, out of all of these, out of these fires that might consume us, we rise. We rise with the courage of our deepest convictions to stand for justice, inclusion, and peace. We rise to proclaim our faith with hope to heal a fractured and hurting world. We rise to embrace the mystery, wonder, and awe of all there is and all that is yet to be. We rise with the force of love, love that celebrates a shared humanity. Out of the flames we rise, we rise. Come, let us worship together. In this time of long nights and short days, let us seek the light within by contemplating through our mind's eye the image of a candle flame. Notice how the soft, quiet, and gentle flame tamely rises from the wick. Yet, just by touching a dry twig, it has the power to become a raging bonfire, to light up the night. Let that little candle flame be your friend this morning. Allow it to quiet your mind as you attentively watch its flickering glow. Allow it to calm your mind in a way that brings a stillness that can light up the interior of your being, that can help you find the wellspring of your feelings. Allow it to show us our inner sense of knowing that can help us notice the ways we've strayed or harmed others. To warm us, reflecting on the ways we've been touched and the ways we've opened our hearts and inspire us through making new connections and discovering new insights. May this simple flame touch the dry twigs that guard our hearts, allowing the power of light to penetrate our self-protection and show us the amazing potential for heat and light that resides within us. Today we come together to celebrate the common fire that we each carry, that fire of love and commitment that we acknowledge week after week in congregations across the country and across the nations. We have always known that fire is special. Long, long ago, before people made matches or candles, or, sorry, long, long ago, before people made matches or candles or even made houses, 
People knew of the power of fires that burned across the prairies and through the forest lands. There was a great fire in the sky, the sun, which made the earth warm and made night into day. And there were the smaller fires that people made, fires that cooked their food, fires that kept them warm, that brought them light, and offered a central magic focus for communities to gather around. Fire has power. It can create and it can destroy. It can bring light and it can burn. Fire can be wonderful and fire can be terrible. We have to be careful with fire. Fire can draw us closer. We are attracted to flames and gather together to share in the leaping sparks and the burning wood around campfires and bonfires, which mesmerize us as we join around them to share music and companionship. And so we have long thought that fire is sacred and fire is something holy and people all over the world give fire a special place in their religions. We have the sacred fires that burn in our temples. We set sacred lamps on our altars. We light sacred bonfires outside on hilltops and in groves. In Tibetan Buddhist practices, fire pujas are lit for purification, to pacify harms, increase benefit to life, and to control conditions of life. Pele is the goddess in Hawaiian culture. She is understood to have created the island with her volcanic forces, and she also destroys, reminding us of the power of the earth. In Hindu culture, the ritual arti is done to express mo moments in life such as love, prayer, or gratitude. It involves lighting the flames of Ardi that illuminate so people can better see the form of the deities. And during this time of year, as days are short and nights are long, many faiths have fire rituals to remind themselves that even in the heart of darkness, there comes light. Solstice practices focus on light returning burning the Yuletide, the Yule log in celebration. Las Pasadas is a Mexican tradition, the children carrying lit candles from house to house as they reenact the journey of Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem. Kwanzaa is an African-American celebration that includes lighting candles in recognition of the, of, of, sorry, in recognition of their principles. In Protestant churches at Christmas time, many Christians light four candles of the Advent wreath. And during the eight days of Hanukkah, Jews light the eight candles of the menorah. At Diwali, Hindus set small lamps around the house. And when Unitarian Universalists gather, we light a chalice. This is our sacred fire. The flame gives light and warmth, just like all fires. It's also a symbol of the love and commitment that binds us all together. The circle of our family keeps us warm, both our family at home and our Unitarian Universalist family. We help each other and we share food and drink with each other and we take care of each other because that's what families are supposed to do. And we invite everyone to come to be a part of our family because of the Unitarian Universalist chalice is a chalice of love. So today we are honoring fire 
we are taking time to notice the sacred aspect of this element. So I invite you to think about fire. I invite you to take a moment to think what ignites that feeling of love and commitment in your heart. I ask you to sit back in your chair for a second, place your feet on the ground and quiet your mind. Come to this space, breathe in and out and think about what brings you passion. What do you feel flaming right in the center of your heart these days? What do you feel a deep commitment to? What brings you alive? What do you love? And those of you who have children in the room with you, ask them what they love most. What do they feel passion for right now? We will sit for five slow, deep breaths, giving you time to reflect on this. Let us pray. To face the world's coldness, these flames warm us. To face the world's terrors, these flames give us courage. To face the world's turmoil, these flames instill peace. May their glow fill our spirits, our hearts, and our lives. I invite you to join me in blessing our flames. After each of my blessings, join me by saying the words together, this fire is sacred. The flame of this community is lit by what each of us adds and what each of us contributes. This fire is sacred. It glows from the gifts we offer. It is lit by the fire we hold in our hearts. This fire is sacred. May these flames continue to bless this community with a fierce, fiery commitment. This fire is sacred. May they continue to flame to life the power of love, reminding us of what we are grateful for in each other and in our world. This fire is sacred. Amen. These are the words of the Reverend Lynn Unger. I'm watching you, looking at the candles or the darkness in between them. This is the blessing that we have kindled, this particular dark. If you stand facing me, this is what you will find. The gap between us is where our common lives take shape. The space between us that we reach into for love and you and I are caught between the candles where we cannot help but live. In the close and infinite abundance held between the dying and the kindling of the light. Blessed be.
Now we turn to the burning bowl part of our service. This New Year's ritual is not about resolutions. It's about clearing away the negative and gathering the positive. You'll need two small pieces of paper, a candle, and I suggest you put the candle in the bowl for safety. This ceremony is divided into two parts. We'll write down the things that we want to release and burn the paper. Then on the second piece of paper, we'll write something positive and hopeful to remind us of the hope and change that is this new year can bring. Let's take a deep cleansing. By the Reverend Dr. Howard Thurman. The beginning of another year means the end of a year that has fulfilled itself and passed on. It means that some things are finished, rounded out, completed forever. It means for some of us, certain changes have taken place so profound in their nature that we can never be what we were before. The new year means a fresh start, a second wind, another chance, a kind of reprieve, a divine act of grace bestowed bestowed on humanity. It's customary when the year is ending to reflect on the year and to welcome the opportunity to begin again. The burning bowl ceremony is the time when we have the opportunity to release those habits and beliefs, resentments and behaviors that we no longer wish to carry with us. This ritual provides a sacred way to release them. We'll write them on paper and burn them so you can see the smell and hear the process of letting go. Let's light our candles. Think about the negative things you've been carrying around all year, perhaps all of your life. I like to use the metaphor of a backpack because you can imagine its weight, the feeling of the straps pulling on your shoulders. This morning, I invite you to take off that backpack, set it on the floor, Unzip it and look inside. What's the first thing you see? What's the heaviest? What did you find tucked in a corner? What surprised you? What are you willing to take out? Well, you'll always have the chance to put it back in, but think of the weight resting on your shoulders again. Fears, regrets, resentments, let's release them. Hurts, injustices, lost opportunities, let's release them. Ideas about yourself or about life that are limiting, let's release them. Let's take another breath and turn within. Contemplate what you wish to leave behind. When you're ready, open your eyes, write it on the paper and light it. Watch it burn, smell that smoke, see its ashes. There's no hurry.
A poem by Lucille Clifton. I am running into a new year and the old years blow back like a wind that I catch in my hair, like a strong fingers, like all my old promises. And it will be hard to let go of what I said to myself about myself when I was 16 and 36 and 56, when I am running into a new year and I beg what I love and I leave to forgive me. Now on the remaining piece of paper, write a personal affirmation for the new year. Again, there's no hurry. You can keep this on the kitchen windowsill, on your bedside table, in your pocket, and check it once in a while. From Ruki's Book of Hours, as the year ends, a great leaf that God and you and I have covered with writing turns now overhead in strange hands. We feel the sweep of it like a wind. We see the brightness of a new page where everything can yet happen. By May Sarton, a New Year's poem. The earth feels old tonight, and we who live and stand on the cold rim face a new year. It is raining everywhere, as if the rain were mercy, as if the rain were peace, peace falling on our hair. Open your hearts tonight, let them burn, let them light away in the dark, let them one by one affirm there is hope for a staff. I say it will flower in our hands, we shall go garlanded. There is a fine, fresh stuff of faith for a coat. We shall go warm. We shall go on by the light of our hearts. We shall burn mightily in the new year. We shall go on together. Oh, you who stand alone on the rim of the earth and are cold, I salute you. Blessed be. <laughs>